0: welcome to today's alcoholic anonymous meeting the reading of the big book my name is fernando i am an alcoholic and we've got a zoom class here rick is here he's also in the program amen we are men at work we read these things to our content It keeps us alive let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the set aside prayer please God, I set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about others, everything I think I know about myself and this program for a fresh new light, a new revelation in you, in others, and in myself and this program. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's go ahead and start with page 24. Uh in the AA Big Book, please. The fact is, page 24. Let me go ahead and st-
1: start.
0: Yes, sir. Go ahead. The fact is, most of us really have, sure
1: have lost the power of choice and drink. Our so-called willpower becomes practically done. We are unable at certain times to bring forth into our consciousness of a suffering of force, of significant force of the memory, of the suffering, of the humiliation of even a week or a month ago, we are all without defense against this first string. The almost certain consequences follow, taking on even a glass of vision up Crowd of my Jews. Mm-hmm. tourists. <clears throat> These thoughts occur that they are easily and rapidly supplanted with the old threadbare idea. This time we shall handle ourselves like other other people. There's a complete failure against this kind of defense. Uh, Keeps, put
0: the alcoholic may say to himself in the most casual way, it won't burn me this time, so here's how, or perhaps he doesn't think at all. How often have some of us begun to drink in this nonchalant way, and, the, and after the third or fourth pounded on the bar and said to ourselves, for God's sake, how did I ever get started again? Only to have that thought supplanted by, well, I'll stop with the sixth drink, or what's the use anyhow. When this sort of thinking is fully established in an individual with alcoholic tendencies, he has probably placed himself beyond human aid and unless locked up may die or go permanently insane. These stark and ugly facts have been confirmed by legions of alcoholics throughout history. But for the grace of God, there would have been thousands more convincing demonstrations. So many want to stop but cannot. There is a solution. Almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling our pride, the confession of our shortcomings, which the process requires for its successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others and we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life as we have been living it. When therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence, which we have not even dreamed. The great God is just this nothing less,
1: that we've had deeper, effective spiritual experiences, which revolutionized our whole attitudes towards life towards our fellows, towards God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in, in a way which is deep miraculous. He has accomplished and, and accomplished those things which we could uh, never do by ourselves. If you were as serious alcoholics as we were, we, uh, believe that there's no middle of the road solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible and we had to pass through a region in which there was no return through human aid. But we had two alternatives. One was to go to the bitter go to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of an intolerable situation as best we could. And others <clears throat> and the others to accept spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to and were willing to make the effort.
0: Page 62, please. 62. <clears throat> Selfishness, self-centeredness. Selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later places us in a position to be hurt. So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourself, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness we must, or kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them, even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our, our power. We had to have God's help.
1: This is not how the why? First of all, we had to put play God. It didn't work. Next week, in the... We decided in the thereafter of the drama of life that God was going to be our director. He is the principal, we are his agents. He is the father, we are his children. Most good ideas are simple, and this concept was a keystone of of the new triumphic arch which we passed through freedom. When we sincerely took a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer, being all powerful. He provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves and our little plans of design. More and more we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt a new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully. As we became conscious of his presence and began to lose fear of today, tomorrow, and thereafter, we were reborn.
0: We were now at step three. Many of us said to our maker as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Remember, relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready, that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. Page 76, please. When ready. When ready, we say something like this. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go off from here to do your bidding, amen. We have then completed step seven, page 86, please. <clears throat> On awakening. waking us, when I think about the 24 hours ahead, we consider our plans for the day before we begin. We ask God to direct our thinking, especially
1: asking Him to divorce us from self-pity, dishonest, and self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us praise to use. Our own thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when this thinking is cleared of wrong motives. Thinking about uh, our day we may face the decisions which we may not be able to determine which course to take here's what we ask before God for inspiration and intuitive thought and or a decision we relax we take it easy we don't struggle we often surprised how the right answers come after we've tried this for a while
0: what used to be the hunch or the occasional <laughs> inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind being so inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of observed actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that we be shown all through the day, What our next step is to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that and it doesn't work. You can easily see why.
1: As soon as a word, we ask our, our wives, our friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to a religious domination, which requires judgmental morning devotion, we attend that also. If not, members of religious bodies we sometimes select and memorize a few set of prayers, which emphasize the principles we have been the discussing, There are many helpful books suggestions of the suggestions that these may be obtained by one's priest minister or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they have to offer. As we go through the day, we pause, but agitated or doubtful, we ask for the right thought or action. We could constantly remind ourselves we're no longer running the show. Humbly uh, saying to ourselves many times each day, that will be done. Just we are in, in, we are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, or self pity or foolish decisions. We help. Uh, We become more more efficient. We're not tired, so we are done burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange our lives ourselves. It works. It really does.
0: Amen. Turn to page 416. 416, please. It helped me a great deal. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism was a disease, not a moral issue, that I had been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of that compulsion at that time, and that sobriety was not a matter of willpower. The people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had, but I was afraid to let go of what I had in order to try something new. There was a sentence a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for seven months, tapering off alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange as it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts. And it is all right with me. Now what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on I have not had a single compulsion to drink.
1: And accepted is the answer to all my problems today. When I disturb it because I find some person playing thing or situation it's come back to my, my life unacceptable. I can find no security, no serenity until I accept that person place, things just wishing as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at the moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Unless, until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept blind completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world but what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. Shakespeare said all the world was stage, and all the men and women are really players. He forgot to mention I was a true critic. I was also able to see the flaw in every person in every situation, and I was always glad to point it out because I knew we wanted perfection just as it. did. AA and acceptance has taught me that there is a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us.
0: And we, and That we are all children of God. We each have the right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I'm complaining about God's handiwork. I'm saying I know better than God. For years, I was sure that the worst thing that can happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it is the best thing that has ever happened to me this proves i don't know what's good for me and if i don't know what's good for me then i don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone so i'm better off if i don't give advice don't figure i know what's best and just accept life on life's terms as it is today especially my own life as it actually is before aa i judged myself by my intentions while the world was judging me by my actions Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It is though AA has given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years prior to our marriage when she was a shy, scrawny adolescent. I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift for being easy to talk to, a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was if, if I had, rather than a Midas touch, which turned everything to go a magnifying mind that magnified whatever it focused on over the years as i thought about max her good qualities grew and grew and we married and all these qualities became more and more apparent to me and we were happier and happier but then more but
1: then, as I drank more and more, alcohol seemed to affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my wife, I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was a nothing, she reduced a little bit more into nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day at I told her that... I was told that I had my letters on my glasses backwards. The curse of change in the serenity prayer meant not that I should change my marriage, but rather that I should change myself and learn to accept my spouse as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses.
0: I can then focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, and grow. I can do the same with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on his defects, late starts, long, drunk along cigarette smoke, The worse the meeting becomes, but when I try to see what I can add to the meeting, rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it, rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better, better, and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day, and when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Page 420, please. The thing I remember is that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations
1: of Max and other people, the lower my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but my rights try to move in. They too can force my serenity level down. I can discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity and my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my serenity and my sobriety than anything
0: else, I can maintain it at a higher level, at least for the time being. Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just sit around and do nothing while waiting for Him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever is in front of me to be done, and I leave the results up to Him. However, it turns out, that's God's will for me. I must keep my magic magnifying mind on my accept, <clears throat> acceptance and off my expectations. For my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I never had it so good. Thank God for AA, page 552. <clears throat> 552.
1: He said, in effect, if you have a sentence, you shouldn't want to be free of if you pray for that person or that thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask for the, in prayers for everything that you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. If you ask for their health or prosperity or their happiness, you will be free. Even though if you really don't want it for them, and your prayers are only worse and you don't mean it, go ahead and do it anyways. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find that you will come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize where you used to feel bitterness and, and resentment and hatred. You now feel compassion, understanding, and love. It worked for me then. It worked for me many times since. It will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask for the freedom, uh, for the willingness, but it always comes. And because it works for me, it will work for all of us. And another great man says the only real freedom a human being could ever know is doing what he has to do because he wants to do it.
0: This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholics Anonymous and everything I need I get. And when I get what I need, I verily find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Page 100, please. Both both you and the new man. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world no matter what your present circumstances Page
1: 83, please. <sighs> if you please think about this phase of development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom, a new a new happiness. We will never repent the past since the We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace no matter how far down the scale we have gone. We will see how our experience can benefit others and the feeling of usefulness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations that do so baffle us. We suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us. Sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always
0: materialize if we work for them. Work, work, work. Page eighty-five, please. Eighty-five. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest in our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do. For alcohol is a subtle fall. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day a day, we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line. All we wish, it is the proper use of the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from Him who has all knowledge and power. If we have carefully followed directions, we have begun to sense the flow of His Spirit into us. To some extent, we have become God-conscious. We have begun to develop this vital sixth sense, but we must go further, and that means more actions. Page 43, please.
1: Once more, the father at certain times has no effect on uh, mental defense against his first strength. Except for a few other cases, even nor any other human being could be provided with such a defense. This defense must come from a higher power.
0: DN wonderful, wonderful words of life. Thank you very much. Let's go ahead and pray and ask God to bless our sobriety today. We'll finish this meeting with the Lord's Prayer, please. Okay. Our Father... Take care, Rick. See you guys.
1: All right. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.
0: Bye, for Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for coming to today's Zoom class. We're going to be reading portions of the big book. And uh, we usually read on, on page 86 on Awakening. But before we do that, let's go ahead and open with a serenity prayer, please. God, God. grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Let's go to uh, start reading on page 86. I'll go ahead and start and read a couple of paragraphs, then I'll turn it over to Mark, and then you can finish that off, and we'll jump around the first 186 pages of the program. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking especially asking to be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here, we ask God for inspiration, an intuitive thought, or a decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still and inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption and all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely on that, Pass. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, we,
2: we usually include this period of meditation with prayer that we be shown all throughout the day what our next step is to be, that we are given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfishness. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing it, and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in a morning meditation if we belong to a religious sub which requires a definite morning devotion. We attend that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers, we emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books. Also, suggestions about these may be obtained from one's priest or minister or rabbi. Be quick to see where re- religious people are right. Make use of what they offer. As we go throughout the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or act. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each say, Thy will be done. We are mm-hmm. in that much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self pity, or foolish decisions. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily. So we're not burning up energy foolishly as when we were trying to arrange our lives to suit ourselves. It works. It really does. We alcoholics are undisciplined. So we let God discipline us in the simple way we just outlined. That is not all. There is action, more active faith that work. To death. The next chapter is entirely devoted to step 12.
0: Amen. Beautiful, wonderful readings. I love those readings, man. Let's let's jump back to page 62, and I'm going to start reading at the last paragraph. Bottom of page 62. This is a how and the why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided that hereafter, in this drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal. We are his agents. He is the father and we are his children. Most good ideas are simple, and this concept was the keystone of the new and triumphant arch through which we pass through freedom. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things follow. We had a new employer. Being all-powerful, he provided what we needed. If we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves our little plans and designs, more and more we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to others. As we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of His presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. We were now at step three. Many of us said to our Maker as we understood Him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those that would help of thy power, of thy love, and the, thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready, that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to heaven. Let's go to page 24, please, 24, Uh, top of 24, (laughs) go ahead, Mark, Uh, where it says the fact is that most alcoholics,
2: the fact is that most alcoholics for reasons yet obscure have lost the power of choice and drink. Our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existent, we are unable at certain times To bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation of even a week or month ago. We are without defense against the first drink, that's for sure. And continue.
0: Yeah, go ahead, a couple more.
2: The almost certain consequences that follow, taking even a glass of beer, do not crowd into the mind to deter us. These thoughts occur, they are hazy and readily supplanted with the threadbare idea that this time we shall handle ourselves like other people. There is complete failure of this kind of defense that keeps one from putting his hand on a hot stove. The alcoholic may say to himself in the most casual way, it won't burn me this time, so here's how. Or perhaps he doesn't think at all, he often... How often some of us began to drink in this nonchalant way and after the third or fourth pounded on a bar and said to ourselves, for God's sakes, how did I ever get started again? Only to have that thought supplanted by, well, I'll stop with a sixth drink or what's the use anyhow?
0: When this sort of thinking is fully established in an individual with alcoholic tendencies, he has probably placed himself beyond human aid. And unless locked up, may go, may die, or go permanently insane. These stark and ugly facts have been confirmed by legions of alcoholics throughout history. But for the grace of God, there would have been thousand more convincing demonstrations. So many want to stop, but cannot. There is a solution. Almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling of our pride, the confession of our shortcomings, the process re- which the process requires for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others, and we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life as we had been living it. When therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, there was nothing left for us but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have much. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth decision of existence which I have never even dreamed. Go ahead, Mark, read the next two paragraphs.
2: The great fact is just this and nothing less that we have had a deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, toward our fellow and towards God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish those things for us which we could never do by ourselves. If you are seriously alcoholic as we were, we believe there is no middle of the road solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible, and if we had, had if we had passed into the region from where there is no return through human aid, we had but two alternatives. One was to go to the bitter end, blotting out the consequences of our intolerable, intolerable situation as best we could and the other to accept accept spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to and were willing to make the effort.
0: Amen. Let's go ahead and go to uh, page 43, please. 43. Where it says, bottom of 43 says, Once more, the alcoholic has no effective defense against the first drink. His defense must come from a higher power. D.N. except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. Amen. Let me go ahead and read uh, the prayer on page 76, the seven-step prayer, and then we'll, uh, we'll open it up for sharing. Page 76, the first paragraph says, When ready, we say something like this, My Creator. I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Amen. And, and that concludes our reading for today. Short and sweet. and Get, get mainlined. Um, did you see the power of God being uh, activated when I when I came I didn't see it but when I came into AA the power of God activated me to 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 get resources, to buy a house, to get a job and to sustain it. That's it was it was day and night. I couldn't do that before the program. So, you know, it really takes a, a really good engineering degree to find out how when God's power is activated and we give our will and our lives over and we, but you know what I look back. Well, Bill W. say our reward and our pay is a is a peaceful life, a peaceful life. You know that we can we can we can we can organize and control our lives from appointment to appointment without messing up. I'm Fernando Markaholic. What do you got, young man?
2: Uh, yeah, that's that's basically my story too. I. I have a, you know, I mean, yeah, there's there's rough spots. I mean, running a business, I got people quit, I have to fire people. Then it's it's rugged for a couple months or a month or whatever, however long it takes me to get things back to normal to where it calms down. But, I mean, for the most part, I have a peaceful life. My, I don't have to ever worry about my bills getting paid. This was... Survival was very difficult when I was drinking. I mean, I, I never had the money for rent. I never had the money for food. <laughs> I mean, I never had rent. I never had food. I never had a car. I mean, I never got anything until I got sober. And uh, God gave me these things. And the spirit of service taught me how to actually work at a job, which I'm really not designed to do until I started running my own company. I... I can't work for other people. (laughs) But I was able to survive, you know, doing jobs for small intervals many, many, many times and pay my rent and have a car. And these things became standard. This this became the usual way of living, which it never was. I never had anything. So, yeah, God gave me these things. Like, yeah, life is, that's the benefit of sobriety, having a peaceful life, I'm used to having a place to live now and having a car and having money to eat or do whatever I want take a trip, whatever, buy something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a normal way of living. It's not for a lot of newcomers because they uh, haven't been, or they've been out of that for a long time or they've never been part of it. So, but yeah, peace of mind comes in and stuff like money and, Brand comes from God and <laughs> service I mean working working for others is service work Amen. so yeah aA told me how to be a service
0: uh, that's wonderful you know uh we're reenacting that power and we're hoping to go further and onward and and have that power work for us and more more so right now that we can go further and onward and, and be a better service to others and have Better brainstorm ideas and how could it be better service. This is just to start to remind us where that in, that power, of the initiation started. Okay, let's go ahead and get on with our day. Thank you so much for coming on here today. A little quick, fast half hour meeting. We appreciate you logging in today, Mark. Uh, God bless yeah, you. And let's go ahead and finish off with the Lord's prayer, please. Our Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) Give us this day our daily sobriety. I just got that thought. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Mark bro. We'll see you uh, if, if you want. I'll, we'll see you when we'll see you. We'll be at the park today and then tonight. Take care.
2: Okay. All right. All right.
0: Bye-bye. Greetings. Welcome to today's podcast, a Zoom meeting. I'm Fernando, alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open this session with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. All right, we're going to start reading random readings from the AA Big Book. I'm here. It is easy, on page 85, It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle fall. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along all along this line all we wish it is the proper use of the will amen now we'll run to page 86 on awakening On awakening let us think about the 24 hours ahead we consider our plans for the day before we begin we ask god to direct our thinking especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity dishonest or self-seeking motives Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is cleared of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here, we ask God for inspiration and an intuitive thought or a decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of observed actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon it. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that will be shown all through the day. What our next step is to be, that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that and it doesn't work. You can easily see Why? If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in this morning meditation. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves all through the day, Thy will be done. We are then in less much danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions, we become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily, for we are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works; it really does. All right, let's go ahead and read uh, page one hundred. You and the new man must walk day by day in spiritual progress and the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we'll realize that the things that came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher plan and you will constantly, you will come you will live presently in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. Wow. That's why you want to. we want to start uh, giving thanks for our circumstances ahead of time because it's an act of faith on our part that God is going to hit one over the fence. And tell me, what do you have to lose if you don't? <laughs> if you do. Yeah, just thank them. It is what it is. And I love this paragraph from page uh, 25 in our book, which says, "Some, you know, that just hits it out of the park. I have loose pages here, so bear with me. You get excited reading this stuff. Like right here. The great fact is just this. And nothing less, that we had had deep and effective spiritual experiences which had revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellows, and towards God's universe. The central fact that our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish those things for which we could never do by ourselves. Amen and amen. Let's go ahead and uh, finish off. We're going to finish off with the uh, the uh, page four sixteen where it says, "At last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem, or any problem at like that." After I've been around AA for seven months, tapering tapering off alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say. Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange as it may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am an alcoholic of sorts. And it's all right with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem and began living in the answer, the problem went away. From that moment on, I have not had a single compulsion to drink. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today when I am disturbed it is because I find some person place thing or situation some fact of my life unacceptable to me and I can find no serenity until I accept that person place thing or situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at this moment nothing absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake Until I could accept my alcoholism, I cannot stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as what needs to be changed in me and my attitude. Amen. And then from there, we go to page 43, where it says, Once more, the alcoholic at times has no mental defense against his first strength. The first drink must come from, (laughs) the first drink must come, I don't have it. Uh, His defense must come from a higher power. (laughs) And with that, folks, now remember that in God's realm of things, nothing happens. When I get out of AA, I get out of the dome of AA, of the covering of AA, I get into another realm the, uh, where it's raining uh, DUIs, it's raining acid, and and it's raining knives and guns and so forth when I get out of AA. I need to stay in AA. It's a safe haven, a safe place. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. All right, let's go ahead and finish up with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven...